are some of the biggest questions that you should be asking yourself? Have you found what your passion is in this life? If the answer is no, what would it look like to live a fully passionate life? If you have, what are your next goals surrounding your ventures? Do you know how you want to take your passion to the next level? That's what this passion podcast is all about. My name is Drew Ross, and I'm a certified life coach who helps individuals find their passion and turn it into valuable profitability. Interested in getting out of a rut and into your new routine? I'm your guy, and let me show you how. Welcome to the Better You Love Drew podcast. This is episode number 21, Profiting Via Networking. episode number 21. Today, I'm going to be talking about the power of networking and really like what I've learned about it over like my coaching tenure. So I've been noticing a lot of common trends. And I want to be able to like utilize this lead tool as much as I possibly can, and effectively as possible. And hopefully you'll do the same. So networking is something that I'm really dipping my toe into. I've been doing it for a while now. But I have all of these tools and resources that I've learned from these different networking events that I've been to. And they're definitely worth sharing because there's such a value add when it comes to attending these networking events. So here are some of the best ways that you can find it, the best ways that you can really prepare for it, and like the ultimate ways to not only sell yourself, but also the product that you have when you're on that networking floor. So a lot of the times people are like networking events aren't for me. This isn't how I'm going to grow my business. But it really is worth exploring. Is this something that I could apply to my business to help it grow? And that's where mindset, my mindset was about it. And I decided that like this is something that I can utilize as a benefit in many, many different ways. So be open-minded to this conversation about looking at networking as a tool that if you're not trying to specifically sell something, maybe you just have a newsletter, maybe it's growing the newsletter through networking. So let's do this. I think episode 21, there is value in here, no matter what you're selling, what you're doing, what your hobbies are, where you're at in life, because there's so many different facets to this networking atmosphere. So I want to start off by saying that like, These events really don't make me as nervous as they used to, but it for sure wasn't like this in the beginning. So I really used to spend a lot of my time going into a networking event and really thinking about how nervous I was rather than using all of that super important brain energy to focus on like how I was going to make the most of the event. So there's always a bit of like a growing period when it comes to doing new things. So if you're new to networking, I would say like, let your brain just have those moments, let it have the little nervous moments, until you really start to get into the rhythm of like, incorporating networking into your normal routine on a weekly basis, if that's something you'd like to do. And what starts to happen is that instead of spending more time being nervous, you spend more time figuring out ways that you can get in front of more events, and then use those events to your benefit. So in the beginning, let your brain have the moments, let it be nervous. It's a sign that you're stepping into the right environment. And then as you become more comfortable, you grow your capacity and your capability and your confidence at these events, you're going to realize that more of your brain energy is used for your benefit rather than spending it on feeling nervous, which 
so important. Feel it, feel the feelings. That's always a, a huge part of the growing process. But it is nice to have that shift where you walk into the room and you're like, I'm ready to go. You have a little bit of nervous energy, but you're on a mission and you're ready to get things done. So here are the top things that I've really learned from adding networking to my weekly routine. So for me to sell my brand effectively, I have to understand who my brand is. And this has to be communicated to the listener no matter what. So you can read what my brand is on LinkedIn. You can read about it on my website. You can read about it on my business card. But the who behind all of it is why people partner with my product. So making sure that I can translate that to who I'm speaking to is super, super important because the what they can figure out on their own. But the who is something only I can communicate. And that's what differentiates my product from anybody else's. And same with your product. Like you have a special niche focus, something that you're trying to sell and put out there. And you being the brand main character, it's only your story, which makes it different from everybody else's. So communicating the who is so important. Second thing is like learning the ways in which I like to audibly sell my brand has been improved through speaking to others and just talking about it. So I like to look at networking as sales. And repeating my pitch like time and time again has helped me really refine the way that I communicate my message and also tailor it to the person that's interested in having coaching assistance. So I'm not repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Now it's to the point where I can hear, identify what their problem is, and then tailor my pitch to make sure that they're receiving sort of the message that they need to receive. And that's important because every customer is different. And so when I'm going into a networking event, it's always not like I'm pushing sales. I'm not pushing sales 100% of the time, but maybe there's someone who's not as involved on social media. So I would push them to my podcast. Maybe there's somebody who really just likes to read. So I would push them to my newsletter rather than pushing them to my Instagram page, which is more creative and more succinct. So Learning different ways that you can take your brand and plug it into the person that you're speaking to is super effective and really important. And the third thing is that it doesn't have to be hard and it can be a lot of fun and you can really turn it into whatever you want to turn it into. So I go to any and all events that work with my schedule because I'm really a firm believer that coaching is needed everywhere. So I use networking for a couple of different approaches. A lot of the times I just go in and put value into the room. I'm just carving time out in my calendar to say, I'm just going to deliver results to as many people as possible. And that's my mission here. I'll literally coach them on like, or connect with them on how they can show up better at, at the current and like future networking events. So they can really accomplish their networking goals. And sometimes that's just what I go in and do. I might just go in there and push my platforms, like my newsletter, my podcast, my coaching calls. And then finally, I might just go to a networking event to say that I need to get two clients from this session alone, if that's really what my mission is. So the reason behind my networking attendance really all depends on my goals. So having multiple ways to make it a fun experience is why I enjoy it so much. If you go into it with have to get these clients, it's going to drive a feeling of like pressure. So looking for ways that you can push the product that you're so proud of makes it like a really, really fun experience. So let's go back to the first point, which was bringing the who to the conversation rather than the what. When it comes to networking, obviously elevator pitches are going to be discussed. So the most common trend 
that I notice when I'm attending these events is that people only talk about what they are and they don't really include who they are. Now, this isn't everyone. It's just like a trend that I've started to notice. So what I love seeing are the things that only come from within. And like I mentioned earlier, they can't be found on a networking tool like LinkedIn, like your website, like your business card. So I wanted to give an example, two brief examples, and these aren't the exact ways that I deliver an elevator pitch because it's more amicable. It's more, I guess, conversational. But I wanted to give two examples of like, this is what a like elevator pitch would sound like if I only include the what of my brand. So, hi, my name is Drew Ross and I have a networking business here in Chicago. I'm certified through the Life Coach School and host Zoom calls weekly to work with clients so they can identify their passions, take mindful action to achieve their results and get out of a rut and into their new routine. Pretty good, but that's a lot of what. So adding the who portion extends the dialogue and adds like unmatched elements to your character profile and to your business. So first impressions are really, really important, right? So this is like a good opportunity to really knock it out of the ballpark. So the who and the what combined would sound a little bit like Hi, my name is Drew Ross, but people usually call me creative because that's one of my strongest skill sets. I was born and raised in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, so I have Southern roots that really speak to my nurturing and introverted character. I went to Auburn University and received a finance degree where I learned that numbers weren't my passion, so my naturally curious self went on to seek for more. I attained a corporate marketing role out of college and learned that instead of working from home and hanging out on Zoom, I actually really like to be around people and help those around me in person. Today, I'm a certified life coach that helps people just like myself. Those who are extremely motivated, always wanting to grow, are eager to learn, and battle with self-limiting beliefs daily. Goal setting is very important to me, so a large foundation of my practice is helping people turn their goals from I don't know to already done. I turned my passion into valuable profitability, and part of my five-step coaching program can help you do the exact same. What would it look like to live your life to the fullest every day? I'm here to show you how. So. That is a rendition of what it might sound like for me to really add the who in there. I incorporated more aspects like where I'm from, where I went to school. And it's okay to add aspects like I had a finance degree and realized that numbers weren't necessarily the largest part of what I wanted to do with life. I wanted to, instead of use my like logical left brain, I wanted to really use my creative right brain. So that is a good example of what it might sound like. You got to know me and my business the journey that generally helps that connection piece when it comes to getting somebody that maybe you've never met before and this really goes for like more than just networking this needs to be applied to like dates when you're meeting new friends when talking to servers or just everywhere so you don't have to just practice this when it comes to a networking event like you can use this approach to the who literally anywhere so the more you can expand on who you are and not what you do is super important If you own your own business, the same rules apply. How can you speak to the who of your offerings and not just the what? Because then it's going to sound a little bit too salesy. So my coaching practice really is the foundation of who I am as a human. So I try and really translate that as much as I can when selling a product for the first time or speaking on it to somebody that is foreign to coaching and Drew Ross. For the next portion, like when it comes to refining your sales pitch, 
really the best way is to just attend as many events as possible and just start talking about it. In the beginning, it might be like a little bit uncomfortable or spotty, but that's just like what these networking events are for. So as you go to more, it'll start to really start rolling off your tongue. Practice makes progress. And I firmly believe that like my coaching communication by attending more of these events is going to continue to evolve and just being open to any opportunity to see where it goes, I think is going to help that process a lot. For the final aspect that I mentioned, sort of talking about how it doesn't have to be hard, it can be really fun, you can make whatever you want to make out of it. Just asking yourself, like, how can you make this fun, profitable, worthwhile, and just like worth your time? So my job really is talking to people all day, every day. And also talking about something that I love is what I find like easy to do. With that, like I found that there can be a lot of ways to make the process fun or enjoyable and beneficial for more than like just my business. So I sometimes will physically carve out time in my calendar to sign up for networking events just to help people. And I mentioned this a little bit earlier, like how can I speak to someone and open their mind up to endless possibilities so then they can show up better at these events? My goal is to really get out there and deliver as many results as possible for as many people as possible. Like if I get clients from it, that's amazing. But if not, I still really put my value out there in in these spaces as much as I possibly could. Also, you're sometimes just like one conversation away from like a million dollar relationship. So going into it with this idea has made the experience really motivating as well. But we're not here for the money. We're here for the value output. I always remember that. Um, I actually met an individual at a networking event earlier this week. And she owns a Pilates studio and she actually works with other life coaches. So she wasn't in the market to find coaching. She was in the market to expand her Pilates practice. And I still sat down with her for 15 to 20 minutes after the event had ended because I still had something that I could offer to her. A huge part of my coaching program is helping businesses grow and helping people get out of self-limiting beliefs so they can really go out and attack and push their product as much as they can. And so although it wasn't a signed client in that moment, it was still an opportunity for me to say, I can still give you some results right here, right now. Let's go. And then preparing for the networking event. This is where it gets fun. Listen to this podcast for a while now. You know that like all the foundation of all of our results is going to be our thinking. So by episode 21, this should be like instilled in your mind. But before I go to any event, I always ask myself, how do I want to show up for this event or how can I capitalize on this networking opportunity? Something that is really important is that I get my thinking in line so I can arrive with a clear and determined mindset. It's really, really important. I don't do this little approach that I'm going to explain to you in a second all the time, but if I need extra motivation, I really get into character. So whenever I'm going to a networking event and I'm getting dressed, I'll pretend that I'm like putting on some scrubs, like I'm going to hospital, like save someone's life. And putting on the mentality is that like, about coaching is that if I don't help as many people as possible at this networking event, they're literally not going to survive. So I try and correlate those two things. So I'm arriving to this event to save your life. And that's my attitude. For all of your products, I want to offer that you do the exact same thing no matter what you're selling or pushing or providing. 
could be candles, cookies, a CD, like having this mentality makes the process more motivating and super exhilarating as well. You can make literally anything out of any opportunity. And the first networking event that I ever went to for coaching was at a pancake house. And it was with me and three others. And we were the only ones at the event and the only ones in the restaurant. And from that one event, I made worthwhile connections and walked away with amazing ideas on how to foster more networking opportunities and coaching ideas through group environments on Zoom and in the city of Chicago, because this was about 30 to 45 minutes outside of the city. So I was like, how can I bring this back closer to the city of Chicago so people like myself maybe don't have to network as far? No matter what, like the networking spaces, you can present your product, you can save those lives, and then you can have people enter into your funnels through a mindful approach to accomplishing your goals and just collecting traffic while you're there. So I've had success identifying networking events in a couple different locations. And online is always really where I start. And this is probably going to be like the simplest aspect of the episode. But if you've never really networked before, you just need to go to Google and type in networking events near me, and it'll produce everything that you need. Thinking back to that dream demographic episode, like you want to get really clear on who your demographic is so you know what events to find them at. I'm really a huge believer that everyone needs coaching. So I'll legitimately sign up for really any type of event that's associated with any type of network. Um, because no matter who I'm speaking to, I know that there's a way that I can benefit them and they could use coaching services. So I plan to really do this for the first few months as I figure out which events really served me best. And today I'm able to deliver results at each and receive leads at the same time. So it's working well. Um, obviously, some more events are more successful, more successful than others, but that's just a part of the process. If you want to get specific on a site, um, Eventbrite is a great one. So if you're looking to look for job postings that are a little bit more specific, their local events in your surrounding area. It helps to like go to their website, utilize their filtering service, and then you can sign up directly through their website. What I'm learning is that some events are free and others come at a cost, but that doesn't keep me from attending these events. I think like the most that I've had to pay for an event is $28. Um, but if I'm able to like sign one person to my program or get like five people into my marketing funnels, it's like money well spent. So if you're needing to spread the word on your business, a great place to start is just using Google, using Eventbrite to just locate one per week. And maybe it's fun to try it for one month. You're just saying, I'm going to do one a week for the month of February and then see if I like it. And it's something that you don't believe that's really going to benefit your business or be worth your time, that it's not something that you have to continue. But looking at these networking events as an opportunity to be like, in what ways could I use networking to grow whatever I'm trying to grow? You might realize that it can be a tool that can be utilized regularly. Speaking of pushing the funnels, obviously a huge key element of networking. Um, looking back, remember you have that product that people need or else they're not going to survive. So with this odd attitude, I really try and offer as many things as I can when I'm connecting with people. So the five main products that I that are included in my entire networking dialogue would be first one, subscribe to my podcast. You can learn how to manage your mind just by listening. Second one is booking a consultation through my Instagram page. It's a little book now tab. I can offer you life-changing results in 60 minutes free of charge. That's a huge one. 
Third one is follow me on Instagram. This way, individuals can check out some succinct messaging that might just help them show up better day in and day out. The first, the fourth one is check out my website. You can read more about what life coaching is through my FAQ. And the final and fifth one is complete this job form so you can join that newsletter. Stay up to date on group coaching calls and all that's going on in the life of this coach. So before I leave really any conversation with anyone, I try and make sure they've heard about all five and they've done at least one of the items. So they're also going to be receiving a business card that has all of that information on there. But taking the action immediately is super important because sometimes people forget or they're not in front of you anymore. So they decide not to take the action. So depending on what the person likes the most after getting to know them, I'll know which product they need to push to help better their life and get, you know, better their life and then get one of my products in front of them. So I love networking. It's become something when I first looked at it, I was like, Oh no, it's a networking event. I'm scared. And then it totally changed into something that I love incorporating into my regular routine. So just by changing the way I looked at it, it totally changed the way that I showed up for it. And I feel like a real question for you to ask yourself, like, is networking something that will help push my products, expand my business, and put value into the world? If there's a yes anywhere between any of those items, I would really look into utilizing all of the above information that I just went over. Have a wonderful long weekend, everyone. I can't wait to see you next week. And I hope you find some time to rest, relax, and sign up for some networking events so you can put that product in yourself in front of some faces. Talk to you soon.